Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. A quick question before we dive into today's show. Do you ever wish you had more confidence to stand up for yourself? And do you wish that you had the courage to face the things that you are scared of? Now, I'm not talking about putting your safety at risk to achieve this. I am talking about being proactive in addressing the challenges you are going through. I remember feeling so trapped by what was happening in my life when I was in an abusive relationship that fear overwhelmed me and the loss of self-confidence I felt did a great job of keeping me in a cycle of abuse until things got completely out of control. When I look back, I wish that I had accessed every possible technique and strategy early on to help me become empowered and regain control over my life before things went from bad to worse. One of the things that stopped me from tapping into help and support was a real lack of money because of the financial abuse that was a big part of the relationship I was in. And I thought the type of support I needed would be too much for me to afford. And I was scared to spend money on meeting my needs because the bills, the groceries, the rent, etc. all came first. But there were times when I would spend money on things that were my escapes from the overwhelming issues I was dealing with. When I was at desperation point, I would sometimes turn to clairvoyance because I wanted some hope that things would get better in time. When I was feeling low, I would go and get my nails done or smoke too many cigarettes. Although these things seemed important at the time, because they either gave me hope or gave me a lift for a short time or were just a damaging escape which I went to when I was stressed. But they did nothing to change anything in my life for the better. Maybe you can relate to this and you too wish you had the resources to help you become strong and empowered enough to get your life back on the right track. Maybe you are afraid that help and support is out of your reach. That's why I wanted to make things super easy for you. So I've put together a couple of free offers to help you get started. You can access both these offers easily by going to sandyj.com.au. The first is a free guide with five tips to gain confidence and courage to deal with the tough stuff. The second is a free 30-minute call with me to get some one-on-one support to talk about what changes might be possible to get you moving in the right direction towards a life that you love. I want you to have useful tips you can implement in your life today to help you get started on the road to recovering control over your life and your choices. I get that your trust is broken and you don't know where to turn. That's why you can have this chat with me to see if you feel okay about leaning on me and borrowing from my skills and experience. 
My aim is to help support you when you feel like it's time to explore something different, when you are ready to try something new, to heal and grow. To get your free guide or to book your free call today, go to sandyj.com.au. To make it easy, I've put all the links in the episode notes for these free offers. Now, back to today's show. Just before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to tell you about a little competition I am running at the moment to hopefully put a bit more sparkle in your day and help you feel special and valued. Every girl deserves a bit of sparkle power. So once a month, I am giving away a gorgeous tiara to one lucky listener. Here's what you need to do to go into the draw. Just write a review on your favorite podcast app, paste it onto your Facebook stories and tag me, Sandy Johnston. All the details for the competition and a picture of a few of the beautiful tiaras I will be giving away will be included in the episode notes. So check out the episode notes to help you get into the draw for this competition. Your reviews help other women find the podcast more easily, which means the absolute world to me. Okay, now back to today's episode. Just a caution. If you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back any time you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. On today's episode, I would like to talk about safety and in particular, I would like to focus on how to stay safe when you are dealing with some form of abuse in a relationship. I want to make this episode, I want to make this episode a reliable resource that you can listen to anytime to help give you tips and information to guide you in staying safe. There are many online resources which provide valuable information about how to stay safe when you are affected by domestic abuse. I know that sometimes it is not possible to research online for the information you need to help you tap into the information that is there to help you because this can put your safety at risk. Rather than trying to reinvent the wheel and create a list of my own to give you, I have decided to read straight from an existing online resource from a professional organisation dedicated to helping women affected by domestic abuse. The organisation I have chosen is Australian, which is the country of my origin. If you are listening to this episode and you live outside of Australia, there will still be so much that I will share from this Australian organisation, which will still be relevant and useful to you. And there are many similar organisations to the one I have chosen to refer to all over the world with similar services like a 24-hour free counselling service. 
I don't know about you, but when I was in an abusive relationship, I had no idea that such a service existed. I would have loved to use a service like this where I could phone any time, day or night when I was feeling scared, lost and confused by what I was going through. I encourage you to use services like this wherever you are, whenever possible. If you have trouble finding a similar service, I'm happy to help you connect with one. I am not a counsellor. I am a mentor and a coach. The difference being that these counsellors can assist you with issues that you need quick answers to. And I am here to help you become empowered and take steps to regain control over your life. Now, the organisation I'm referring to today is called 1-800-RESPECT and they are an Australian National Sexual Assault Domestic Family Violence Counselling Service. They have a comprehensive website with some really helpful advice. I will include links to their services in the episode notes. Just a reminder to anyone outside of Australia, just a reminder for anyone outside of Australia, you will need to access another service for 24-hour counselling support, but you can still refer to this website for helpful information. You will hear me emphasise that your safety is the most important thing to consider each episode because Doing what you need to do to keep yourself safe and maybe your babies safe is a basic need. If you are hurt, how can you take care of your babies? If your babies are hurt, how will this damage impact on them as they grow up and when they become adults? But something that is easily lost in the confusion of what is happening with the psychological manipulation that goes hand in hand with the cycle of abuse is that safety is not just a basic human need it is a human right i would like you to say often to yourself i deserve to feel safe in my own home i deserve to feel safe in my relationship I deserve to feel safe to come and go as I feel I need to. I deserve to take care of myself. My children deserve to feel safe and secure and loved. I deserve to have control over myself and my choices. I could go on and on about many things you could and should be saying to yourself to help remind you of your basic rights, but I think you get the point. Just go on and say a few of these as often as you remember to. If you can, you know, write them down somewhere safe that you can have a look at them and just read them out to yourself until it actually feels like, yep, I know this, I've got this down pat, this is me, I own it, claim it, it's yours. Now, let's get on to giving you some references about staying safe from the 1800 Respect website. I hope you find this really helpful. Let's talk about safety planning. 
Safety planning is thinking about things you can do to be safer when living with violence or abuse. The best way to make a safety plan is with the help of a support service. Trusted friends and family members can also play a role as well as advocates for older people and people with disability. If you would like support with making a safety plan, you can contact 1800 RESPECT on 1800 737 732. What is safety planning? You can make a simple safety plan for yourself with help from a friend or someone in your family. You can also contact a support service for help making a detailed safety plan. Every plan is different as every person has different needs. It's a good idea to create a new safety plan as things change. For example, if you move house or leave your relationship. If you are making a safety plan for yourself, you will already have good ideas about things you can do when you feel unsafe. These might be as simple as contacting a friend when there is violence where you live. You can start your safety plan by writing these ideas down. Keep your plan somewhere that no one else will see it. You might choose to share your safety plan with a friend or other support person. Let them know you may be calling them if you feel unsafe at home. Support services can help you think about actions you can take when you feel unsafe. Contacting a support service to make a safety plan is the best place to start if you are living with sexual assault, domestic or family violence. Staying safe does not mean changing your behaviour so that someone doesn't get angry. You are never responsible for another person's violence. How can I support someone with safety planning? For someone living with violence or abuse, having the support of a friend or family member can be one of the best ways to increase safety. If you are a support person, start by listening. The other person knows their own situation best and will be able to tell you about things they are already doing to keep safe. Remember not to judge or make decisions for them. Just leaving is not always a safe option. In fact, immediately after a separation is the time of greatest risk of violence. Work with the person you are supporting to make a plan that meets their needs. Support services like 1800 Respect are also available to help family and friends as well as workers supporting someone affected by violence. Domestic and family violence, how to make a plan to look after yourself. Safety planning is a way to work on increasing safety when you are experiencing domestic and family violence. Now the next step is creating a safety planning checklist. This checklist suggests some of the things you might want to include in your safety plan. Talk to a support service for more ideas on keeping yourself and your children safe. The best way to make a safety plan is with the assistance of a support service. Safety at home. 
Speak to neighbours you know and trust. Ask them to call the police if they hear violence or abuse. If you are in assisted living, speak to a carer or other person you trust about what is happening. If you have children, help them to know the warning signs of danger. Children should be able to discuss, plan and practice steps they can take to be safer at home when there is violence or abuse. Children need lots of affection and care when they are exposed to violence or abuse in their home. You may have mandatory reporting responsibilities if children are at risk or harm. Have a safe place to go to if you need to leave. In your wallet or mobile phone, keep a list of important contacts you can call on in an emergency, like local taxi services, crisis accommodation centre, phone number of the local police station, and there, there will be lots of others that you can include in this list. It may be, you know, a friend's number as well to alert them to what's happening. Download the DAISY app to your mobile phone to connect to local services. I'll include a link to the DAISY app. Learn how to increase your safety when you are using technology like mobile phones or social media. Visit technology and safety to find out more. I'll include this link also. If possible, have a spare mobile phone with prepaid credit. This will mean you can contact support people and services without being monitored through phone bills or call logs. It's a great idea um, to have a second phone, which is a secret phone um, used for things like doing online searches as well. Just make sure that you keep that phone well hidden. Pack an escape bag in case you need to leave the house quickly. Have an escape plan ready for when you feel that it's not safe to stay where you are. Now the next point is making an escape plan. Plan and practice the quickest way to leave where you are. Have a small escape bag ready with keys, money and other important things. Leave spare keys and copies of important papers with a family member, a friend or someone you trust. This is really important to do these sorts of things. If you can have a backup of things like birth certificates and other important documentation, um, it's really good to have that information kept with a trusted family member um, in case you lose it for unforeseen reasons. Let a trusted person know that you may be calling on them if you have to leave quickly. Some people have a code word they agree to. That way you can call even if the perpetrator can hear you. If you have any mobility issues or disability, arrange in advance for a friend or other support person to come straight away if you ring or text them. If you plan to leave and are worried about your pet, the RSPCA may be able to help with their Safe Bed for Pets program. Contact your local RSPCA to see if they have a program in your area.
this is a, a huge thing for um, a lot of people. I remember that my um, my pets uh, were a huge consideration for me feeling as though I couldn't go into hiding um, because I didn't know, I didn't have anything set in place with safety planning um, which factored my pet's into it and when um, things got really dire for us um, I needed to make some arrangements very quickly and thankfully I had you know some very good friends and um, they took um, my pets on um, for indefinite periods when I needed to go into hiding. So if you don't have a friend, please, you know, look for a program um, in your area which you might be able to get temporary um, housing for and care for your pet if you need to, um, if you need to leave for your safety. This is a really hard thing to say because I, I actually found this quite impossible to, to leave my pets to ensure my own safety and my children's safety. I did think quickly and managed to arrange, make arrangements for their care, thankfully, but your safety does come first and please just remember this if it comes to that. All right, so safety after leaving a violent situation is the next point. Look at ways to increase security at home like outdoor lights. Sensor lights are fantastic, just those sensor lights that will come on automatically. Um, police will tell you that they are one of the best deterrents because nobody likes to be caught out in the light. So get some outdoor lights, some sensor lights, which will come on automatically are fantastic. Make sure that you have all the necessary window and door locks um, or locks on your gate if need be and if you can. Um, if possible, park your car on the street instead of in the driveway so you can't be blocked in. That's a very good point. Consider changing your mobile phone and setting it to a private. This is really, really useful. Even if you do only have one phone, set it to the private setting and it then it goes on to say use your use email if you need to stay in contact with the perpetrator this is also an easier way to keep a record of your conversations it's very true like anything even if you're getting sms messages or text messages I would recommend that you take screenshots of any abusive messages and keep them as a record of of what's happened so that you can share that information with the police. Anything that is in writing can is admissible in court. Get a PO box for important mail if the perpetrator has or could get access to your home or letterbox. If you see the perpetrator when you're out and uh, you're feeling unsafe, get into a public or busy place as soon as possible. After leaving, 
try to change your normal routines. This is also really important because they do rely heavily on routine. This could be catching different trains or buses, leaving home or work at different hours, shopping in different places. This is all really important. Talk to a domestic and family violence service, a community lawyer or the police about getting a protection order if you don't already have one. I'll uh, include another link there for that Um, and this is really important to get this in place and if you're unsure whether what is going on in your relationship um, constitutes abuse uh, because I certainly was very unsure about that. I remember my um, ex, he would say to me, well, you know, I don't, punch you so it's not abuse why are you saying that I'm abusing you there are many different forms of abuse I didn't understand that when I went to the courts for the first time and asked for a protection order over myself and my children it took a long time and that was quite normal and um, understandable given the cycle of abuse and the psychological cycle of abuse and the way in which we are left to be very confused about what abuse is and uh, what our rights are. So I I encourage you to um, speak to support services about what constitutes abuse so that you can speak about your own personal experiences and explain what is going on in your life and what is making you feel scared and they can guide you and help you to see whether this is kind of normal relationship behavior where you know things are just a bit out of sorts or whether there are warning signs there that are very definite indicators that say this is a form of abuse and this is not okay and when it's a form of abuse and when it's not okay and the person who is abusing you is not stopping you have a right to seek intervention from the court to keep a safe boundary around yourself. But again, I encourage you, if you have any doubts about this, to just speak to those sorts of support services. Often the courts will have a support service there with women who will be able to speak to you and talk to you about different forms of abuse. Any domestic violence agency will be happy to speak to you about forms of abuse and whether what's going on in your relationship is a form of abuse. The counselling service 1800 Respect will definitely be happy to get a call from you and to talk about your issues and your challenges and work out whether you are going through abuse. If you're not sure Speak to somebody with experience and they will be able to guide you. You need all the support you can get when you're going through it. So please reach out and make use of these services to get some support in place. Okay, back to the website. 
tell your employer of any protection orders that prevent the abuser from coming near your work. Keep a copy of your order at work or in your bag. I'll just add to this that if you have children that the same goes that you give a copy of the intervention order to your children's school you actually have a conversation with the principal of the school to tell them about your situation you'll receive lots of support from the school this way they will be able to speak to your children's teachers and make them aware of what is going on and those teachers and the staff of the school will be able to keep a special eye on your children to make sure that they are safe. It's really important that any extracurricular activities your children are involved in, that these the organisers of these activities also have a copy of the order so that they know that the perpetrator is not permitted to have any contact with the children. So if the perpetrator were to turn up at any of these extracurricular events or at your children's school, then they will be able to take the appropriate action by calling the police and stepping in and doing whatever is required to help protect your children and keep them safe. I might come back to this particular site and refer to some more content in another episode. I think I've covered so much in this episode that um, I hope that it's been helpful for you. I really hope that that this episode will be one that you can come back to time and time again because it is packed with so much useful information. So that's it for this episode. I wish you well and as always I wish you to be safe that's my greatest wish and I wish peace for you. I wish joy for you and I'm here for you. I just want you to remember that I am here for you. Sending you lots of love and hoping that this helps you to rise and to shine. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel but when I turned a corner in my life the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support 
with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.